Quiet. Oh, I got too many things going on. Now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose. Hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 175 of the Department of Offense. I'm your host, Casey. Joining me as always is Carlo. Yeah, I'm here. And Matt. Hey, And Rick. Yep. And special guest, Phil Giuliano. Hello. All right. Uh, before we get too deep here, I want to give a shout out to uh, our patrons, specifically our Zach Belt patron, Zach Zablowski. Uh, if you'd like to become a patron, head on over to patreon.com slash studios and become a patron today. So, Carlos, what have you been up to for the last week? Not too much. Right? Uh, we had a show last week, right? That was a thing that happened. Did we? <laughs> I can't quite recall, actually. I, I can't either, man. It's been one week. Just just a weird one. We had to have had a show, I'm sure. Yeah, I think we, we had did. a show. Okay. Yeah, there cool. was a show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, job. I've just been playing oh. just been playing some Fallout. Mafia three came out the other day, decided oh. to play a little bit of Oh, that. did you pick that up? How is yeah. it? It's it's interesting. Uh, I kinda like the documentary style storytelling where like it's like you're it's like kinda like a documentary from like uh, two thousand five like being recorded like about what happened in the 1970s about your character getting his revenge on the mob it's a little different than that one takes place in like uh, new orleans right okay or like a similar place okay and it's uh interesting because no unlike mafia 2 like where you're actually part of like the mob you're kind of just out to get revenge on them so oh so you're so you're not working for the mob at all you're just you're just getting revenge on the mob. Like, there's some parts of it I like, some parts of it that I, uh, like, I feel like miss out a little bit. Like, Mafia Two was like really, uh, it didn't have like a whole lot there besides the story. Like, it had really good story stuff, but like besides that story bit, like there's like the large map that there wasn't a whole lot to do. And so, okay. Uh, besides that, though, Luke Cage, dude, Luke Cage, so good. Yeah. Has anybody else finished Luke Cage yet? Or watch Luke Cage. No. No? No. Well, you guys are missing out. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was great. I I finished I actually finished binge watching that. It took me uh, like two or three days to finish it and Nice. That was Yeah, that was it was really good. Really like the ending and I saw that they released the uh, trailer for uh, Iron Fist. Yep. I saw that. Another uh, trailer that released the other day was uh, John Wick two. Ooh, I, I still haven't seen the first one. one. I'm so, so behind. Reeves, right? yeah. yeah, Keanu Reeves, and it was yeah. basically one of the best action films I've ever seen. Really. It was really yeah. good. And like now, the, the sequel looks great. And whoa! Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like he, uh, they. It's a movie that actually uses Keanu Reeves well. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm really looking forward to that. <laughs> Just fucking Keanu, man. Like. Oh, I and uh, who was the uh, the person who played uh, Morpheus in uh, The Matrix? Lawrence Fishburne? Yeah, he's also in it. Ooh, in, uh, okay. they're together. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. Is he is he Take the, the one? Pill. I don't know. He might be, <laughs> he could be a, a mob, like a, some sort of uh, Italian mobster, or he could be just a hobo. I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, know, wait, according would... to my history, I don't remember any he's black like... Italian mobsters. Okay. Well, he's oh, well, he's like petting a, a pigeon, and like he, apparently, like it takes place in Italy. So I don't know. What he so wait? Just because he's in Italy, that means he's an Italian mobster. Yeah, you you know how like how it was like how like <laughs> well, there's like this, this whole like re, this like whole bizarre criminal mythology going on. So I don't know. I've like, never seen John Wick, so no, oh. I don't know. Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> I know. I just I haven't gotten around to watching it yet. Is it on Netflix yet? I don't know. That's kind of what I'm waiting for. Yeah, me too. I, I don't know. As soon as I saw that it was available for rental, I was like, eh, I have some money. I'll just, I'm a, I'll watch this. <laughs> I I like, oh wow, this is way better than I was expecting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I think. Yeah, what was the? I was gonna watch the other day. I was gonna watch the Warcraft movie. Oh. But then it had like two stars, <laughs> and I'm like, nah, I'm good. I, I don't, I don't need that. Do you know why John Wick was probably one of the best action movies? Because he, the director of it, he is known as a stuntman. Actually, yeah. I had no clue. Oh so, yeah, he's who's worked for with uh, Keanu Reeves. Yeah, there, he was in the Matrix. Did a bunch. The of The director stunts in the was a stuntman. Yeah, yeah. 
It's so interesting. Like nonstop action. Oh, oh yeah, there's some awesome. really. <laughs> really good so he, was he the stunt? Yeah, stunt was he double? The, the, like, cut. Man. All right, you. <laughs> That's cool. good. Yeah. Fun John Wick trivia. I thought. See, I thought it was going to be because the motivation was a dead dog. That that's part it. Of, might happen. It, that could it. also be the motivation. The second one. Who knows? Well, he gets another dog, and then the bad guys kill He's his dog again. With, he was walking his uh, dog in this one too in the trailer. So. Oh, so he did get a new dog. So he, he has, was able to get over that dog loss. Now. That's good. <laughs> Until like they get killed. Kill Until him. the dog gets killed in the first five minutes another, of the film. And they steal his car again. <laughs> They Sounds killed like my dog. Dog's day. <laughs> Took my car. I'm gonna have to deal with them. Yeah. So Matt, what have you been up to? In a week. In a week, man. In a week. In a week. Working. And did I go to a movie? I don't think I went to a movie, but I wanted to go to uh, Night of Living Dead last night, but I got too drunk instead. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were doing it. Seems a, like they were a doing running the retro theme. cinema horror series in Marcus and Oakdale. Right oh, really? Now. That's so kind of cool. Every week, and they do it, and yeah. So this. And they did night last week. Yeah, Night of Living <sighs> Dead. So this past yesterday. That was the then, first one, right? Night yeah. Of yeah. 1968, I think it is, or something. George Romero. Yep. Mm-hmm. That was the black and white one, right? Yeah, that would have yeah. been really cool to see in the theaters. That would have been awesome to see, yeah. yeah. That's a good film. And then I think next week it, it's like Halloween, and then mm. it's uh, Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th. Nightmare on Elm Street would be good to see. I've seen it so much. Yeah. Really that's, yeah. that's my favorite horror person, like uh, creature, monster, or whatever. He's my favorite. But. I can never remember what those old zombie films are called. Like, which, one, which ones were the Dawn of the Dead? Which one was like it's, it's Day of Dead? Dawn of the Dead. It starts with the night, then it's dawn. Dawn and then of it's the day. Dead is in the bo- is it at the mall, and then Day of the Dead is in the army. Bunker. See, I remember Dawn of the Dead just because I had the remake. Yeah, that one on and that was in the mall too. Yeah. yeah. So the the Night of the Living Dead that took place in the mall was in Monroeville, Pennsylvania. Or Dawn mm-hmm. of the Dead. Dawn yeah. of the Dead. Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah. yeah. I used to go to comic shows in Pittsburgh in Monroeville. For years and years, and the big attraction was the mall was right behind <laughs> yeah. the convention center, right? Yes. So there was always zombies from the movie at the show, and then George Romero would be there too. So, oh, that's awesome! I mean, awesome. that's what the thing was. I mean, you yeah. go to Pittsburgh Comic Con, it's like zombies. You know, so is the, uh, I don't know if you've seen Zach and Miriam make a porno, but it's filmed in Monroeville. I was he really? Yeah, and he was one of the he was that's the Seth goalie, Rogen, right? He was yeah, in, Seth Rogen, yeah, I Kevin that. Smith movie. Yeah, uh, Seth Rogen's on the team, and it's the Monroeville Zombies. Oh no! Shit. I don't know if that's oh. a real thing or not. Well, that yeah. passed. I, yeah. that passed. Quickly. Yep. Yeah, that. I, I mean, I saw that. There's, a, there's once a few things years in there because they're working <laughs> at the mall then as well. That's also in the mall in the Town of the Dead and shit. So. Yeah. Trivia, movie trivia. Now, I, now <laughs> I kind of want to watch some zombie movies. Yeah. <laughs> I have to track them down. And go to them in the theaters. What was that? Don't know. <laughs> from, uh, from Futurama, what's his name? Zoidberg. Zoidberg. Why not Zoidberg? <laughs> but yeah, I haven't really done too much this week. Just movie knowledge, I guess. All right, cool. Rick, what have you been up to, man? School and work and moving. All my shit. Oh, that's out. right. You finally sell your house? <clears throat> no. Fuck no. I, I'm sorry. I'm not mad sucks. at you. I'm just mad at the fact that it won't fucking sell. <laughs> Actually. Oh, and here I am telling him. I'm <laughs> 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 like, all right, who brought the asshole? You know? oh, no, I, I mean it's totally different market up yeah, there. Yeah, we're in the city. Yeah, I'm trying to sell my house in fucking Ellsworth, and nobody wants to live in fucking Ellsworth. <laughs> Me either, man. You guys <laughs> didn't even want to drink in Ellsworth last night. What? Well, didn't even want to drink. Obviously. In yeah, well, there Come was on. like four people at each bar. Yeah. It was weird. <laughs> no, I'm trying to sell that fucking thing. I'm moving all my shit out of it. God damn. I wish it wasn't such a big problem to just stop paying for that shit. Just <laughs> <laughs> have the bank take it back. I just, I really am tempted to be like, you know what? Fuck my credit. I don't want this. <laughs> but I can't do that. It's yeah. not me that fucks the it's credit. It's the credit that fucks you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so where are you gonna live then? I'm staying with my parents right now because well. I have to. I have to figure out where my job's gonna end up once I'm done with school. They'll probably be in the cities, so I'm looking in there. But hmm. right now, I just want to chill out with the house and get rid of it because I can't move to a new place until I get rid of this fucker. Because <laughs> I'm still paying for it. 
So why don't you just live in it then while you're trying to sell it? Because I don't have any money. <laughs> and if I well, yeah, but if I move out, then I don't have to like I can cut down all the utilities yeah, and get rid of the internet and everything. Yeah, it'll just be like the mortgage and like a little bit of utilities. We gotta so. have a little heat now that it's winter, so you don't freeze all your pipes. Yeah, that's what I mean though. I, I can keep it at like fifty instead of sixty-five or something. True. Yeah. I mean, you can keep it at fifty anyway and just wear a coat. Well, I normally it's like keep your it, house then, right? I'd normally keep it yeah, like 60. It's pretty great. <laughs> yeah, we're kind of cheap. We keep the we keep the heat. If we didn't have kids, we'd be wearing coats around the house. Honestly, <laughs> God, we're, we're tight like that. Yeah. Well, it's it's more for us. It's like I like to sleep in the cold. Like I like my room to be cold. Yeah. And if I have the heat on, then my room just it bakes. Well, I normally kept mine at like 62, but it's it costs like $35 a month to heat cuz it's tiny and the the uh, furnace that's in it is built for a large house, like a house three times the size. So it just works super well, way oh, too well awesome. sometimes. Just get fucking blasted. <laughs> I mean, it, it goes, it works so well, like it spikes. Come out. It'll be like down. 74, and I'm like, I had it set at 62. <laughs> and then it'll slowly, like it has to go down. But every time it kicks on, it boosts way the fuck up because it's huge. It's a huge furnace. Like, it's bigger than a standard home size. Like and my house is 500 square feet. So it's like, it's too much furnace. <laughs> Why do you have so much furnace? I didn't put it in. They put it in, like, the 80s. And they oh, were okay. like, this will be fucking great. <laughs> I'm good. Keep it on 50, it'll be 90 degrees in here. Yeah, I like to keep it uh, cold. Especially uh, since, uh, actually, most... I the, don't get The main reason... Uh, Main reason I have uh, been using my AC for the last uh, couple weeks is just because it's Carlos, so my computer no. can run. It's so my computer can. I mean, run. he has he has a point. He has the worst luck with machines. Like your computers well, always they, run hot for some reason. Yeah. What are you downloading? Nothing. Uh huh. No. It's, uh-huh. I'm a likely trying to play story. Some Fallout Matrix, 4. I am so confused. <laughs> You've been running your AC when it's fifty. You had well, to keep his computer. I chill. didn't run it today. <laughs> God. Yeah, he ran it yesterday. Well, well no, last I, night it was like 32 degrees. Yeah, it was real cold. cold last no, night. not yesterday. The day before yesterday, okay. I was running okay. it. Again, it was still only like 55 at its highest. I mean, it was, I'm but still. The window. Well, yeah, but like my AC unit's in that window, so <laughs> it's just easier to turn <laughs> it on. <laughs> it's just heavy. <laughs> we just leave it right there. <laughs> Because you realize if you run that in the winter, it's just going to be encased in ice, right? But like the outside, because you know condensation. Will as long build as up my computer isn't no, then then, ice. then it won't run at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't. You need to take the AC out of your window. I know that is what needs to happen. <laughs> I'm planning on doing it eventually. <laughs> I'll get to it. Oh, yeah. my back. <laughs> Once the ice is covering it, it'll be about to be about time. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's supposed to warm up next week. <laughs> it's supposed to get up to 58. It's too damn prepared. hard. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> Just what is wrong? Well, once I start running my computer, I might hit up to, like, a little higher than that in my room. Okay. So. You're right. You're right. It could hit, like, 59. Well, you don't want no, that. No, it gets a lot more than that. <laughs> like, my my computer does heat up my whole room. I don't understand <laughs> how you have this problem. I, 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 I don't know. You a keyboard hooked up to a fucking space heater? <laughs> I mean, you are the one that builds my computer scale. Yeah. So. Yeah, I also build mine, and they run just fine. Like I, you're, you know, you're not supposed to wrap it in blankets, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> fuck, Jesus. what the hell is going on? I don't know. <laughs> All right, so let's see. This week, I don't know, nothing terribly interesting happened except yesterday. I went to a winery, went to Vino in the Valley in uh, uh, in Maiden Rock, and that was I. I've decided I don't like wineries. That's just not my scene at all. <laughs> like there's there's just like there's an air of snootiness. For, yeah, and it just like it just doesn't work. Did they have a spit bucket? <laughs> no, it was outside. I think you were just supposed to spit in the grass, maybe. I don't know. I just drank my juice and was happy. But <laughs> Do you have to wear a coat. <laughs> no, no, like it wasn't. It wasn't that bad. But 
there's like a restaurant attached to it and it was a two and a half hour wait minimum mm-hmm. with no reservations and I'm like what is this yeah I mentioned that to Jen I'm like so did you guys make a reservation she's like I don't think we're actually eating there I'm like well the last time people went there from the bar they said it was a three hour wait so. yeah no it was <laughs> insane and so I just wanted uh, Pete, Pete and I were there uh, and we wanted a meat and cheese plate because meat and cheese sounded delicious, just absolutely awesome. And we're like, hey, can we just go in and order one at the bar? And she's like, yeah, you can do that. But like, can I bring it outside? No, you can't bring it outside. You have to eat it in the restaurant. Well, can you put it in a to-go box so I can go? <laughs> but then, uh, like, there were all these, like, vendors just outside of the uh, winery, like, set up with tents and stuff, doing cra- or selling crafts and stuff. And one of them was a meat and cheese vendor. (laughs) (laughs) So we just went and we bought... Beef sticks and cheat and like string cheese. We were set. In front of the lady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> walking back and forth in front of the window. <laughs> and it was way cheaper too, because yeah. it was like four fifty for the beef sticks and like three seventy for the cheese. So we were set. <laughs> Just so happy. <laughs> Although you generally you don't picture it. like string cheese when you're drinking wine. Yeah, but they also had beer, so we just switched over to beer, and we were fine. <laughs> well, what was the point Back of going, in the man? comfort zone. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Mud Puppy Porter. That is a really good beer. I like that one. That's a good one. Yeah. Central Waters make some good stuff. God, they do. Just so delicious. Speaking of beer, we should probably start pouring some, huh? Shoot. Right? I'm going to put Matt on top of that. Yeah, grab the growler. Uh, that is, it's a, and it's it's an Oktoberfest from Angry Minnow Brew Pub. Uh, we had a beer of theirs last week. We had their Scotch Ale, uh, and it was really good. Uh, went down super easy, and I'm trying to remember if I had the Oktoberfest while I was at the, uh, the pub or not. I don't think you did. Okay. Yeah, like, uh, that entire weekend's a little fussy. I think I got it because only, like, two of us had it. Okay. While we were there. Yeah, and then we just never opened it. Right. Yep. Well, we had a lot more beer than we needed. Yeah, we did. <laughs> As we important still, this, uh, do we introduce Phil Giuliano again, or I have no idea because I might have zoned out oh, at some point in time. Oh, you're right. I totally forgot. Phil, what have you been up to since the last time you've been on the show? <laughs> Being forgotten that I was on the goddamn show. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no. That's been going on. What um, a dick. I'm the worst. Just the worst host. I'm fired. You are. <laughs> I don't believe I drove out here for this abuse. <laughs> At least you have beer, damn it. Uh, no, I see this week. Pretty much same old, same old. Uh, keeping my clients happy, working on some freelance projects. I've been um, had the Fall Comic Con last yesterday. Awesome. How and, was the uh, turnout? The turnout was pretty good. It seemed uh, uh, the general consensus was that it was a little slower than usual. Okay. And it could be because they had Oktoberfest going on and they had that half price. Yeah, but we'll isn't that, isn't that usually what happens uh, at like it's usually like there's the book sale, then like the Summit Oktoberfest and that the same day. You know, that could be the case. I just kind of wheel my shit into the comic, <laughs> You're like, and I'm, I'm like here? business mode. I don't I don't look at <laughs> I don't see I don't see sunlight. I don't know what time it is. It's like being in a casino. There's no clocks. There's no sun. But um, but yeah, we had the show yesterday. That was pretty cool. I'm um, really promoting my. Uh, New chapter book. I wrote a chapter book for for kids based on the comic strip, my best in show comic. Awesome. And um, as y'all know, I have a GoFundMe going on, so I'm trying to raise funds to uh, produce the first, the initial print run that I can um, send out to the publishers for review and all that. And um, thank you for being a part of it. <laughs> no you problem. You all suck because you haven't been a part of it yet. <laughs> yeah, get on that, guys. But, Jesus. Uh, he hasn't told us anything about I that. have to. I've been posting it on, <laughs> I don't know on the Facebook. Oh, well, that's and, why I don't know anything well, yeah. about this. Well, and, then, and then, I, then I invited Phil down so he could come tell you in person and shame you in person. <laughs> that's great. Oh, and yeah, we'll okay. just, what we're going to do is oh, we're going to pass the laptop around so you guys can all just donate right, at, right here. <laughs> <laughs> I like the sound of that. That's very efficient. Right? Nobody forgets. Do you want a house with a mortgage? <laughs> I'll donate it. I have one, thanks. Number two. I, I haven't, I haven't, a, a, I haven't a sold movie rights Ellsworth? to my book yet. Weekend getaway to Ellsworth, right? Yeah. I'll, I'll sell the movie rights, I'll buy you, I'll, I'll have a vacation home in Ellsworth. There you go. Because <laughs> that's what every growing boy it's dreams about, of. It's about 20 miles from a lake. 
That's a really good selling point. Did you put uh, Lake right. Front on the listing? Lake, <laughs> lake, lake, lake Access. Lake, lake Access. access. Yeah. yeah, easy Lake Access. Near a lake. Ooh, that's good. I mean, if you're talking proximal, I mean, if you're comparing it to a house in the middle of Mojave, yeah, it's near a lake. <laughs> it's pretty close. It's all perspective. Right? Walking it's distance to a cheese curd factory. That you should actually put on see, there. <laughs> that I can't boast in the cities. I don't have a cheese curds factory. It smells like cheese curds. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not put that on there. <laughs> Be hungry all the time. <laughs> but yeah, business as usual, man. All right. Awesome. Well, all right. Let's talk about the beer, and then we'll do some news, and then we can dive into this chapter book of yours. Oh, hell yeah. And we can talk a little bit more about that. So, Carlos, oh, wait, did I, I did the thing about the beer. So, Carlos, what do you think about the beer? I already forgot what the beer was. Oh, uh, it's an Oktoberfest, or Meritzen, uh, from Angry Minnow, and that's, uh, we just had this conversation. Where are they located again? Hayward. Hayward, yes. Hayward, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Um, and we stopped on our way up to Madeline Island. It's Tommy A's Oktoberfest. Right. Okay, Tommy A's Oktoberfest. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, taste-wise, I have to say, it has, like, kind of a... A smoky taste, kind of compared to like some Oktoberfests I've had. Like I, I think that's the only best way I can describe it. Like kind of a smoky taste I'm picking up. Okay, like a peaty, peaty taste, smoky. That could be it too. All right, Phil, what do you think? Well, the first thing that I notice is it's got a nice creamy flavor, like a nice creamy um, palate. Like, yeah, it's it's creamy. <laughs> it's a creamy beer. It just coats my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have another thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt? Uh, yeah, I, I like it. Uh, it. It's pretty Oktoberfesty. Um, yeah. Uh, some stick out, some don't. This one's in the category of another Oktoberfest. Okay. To me. Uh, yeah, I agree. It's pretty standard Oktoberfest. Yeah. I think uh, it's a good example of the style, but it's nothing mm-hmm. crazy. But um, is that what you want with an Oktoberfest? Yeah, yeah. that's pretty much it's what you like. It's, it's just an Oktoberfest. Like, you, you want something that you can drink in the fall. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I don't know. I, I like for me, it falls right in between uh, Staghorn and then the Bell's Oktoberfest. Like I find the Bell's Oktoberfest like super sweet. Yeah, it does have. That and the sweet. Staghorn is like definitely on the drier side, and this is like right in the middle, which I like. My favorite Oktoberfest right now is the Prost, P R O S T Prost. Where's that one from? I don't know. I had it. <laughs> you were just full I of had information. It at Barker's and it was awesome. Okay. Yeah. Sounds familiar. I had like three yeah. or four of them. I don't know. I'm I like after last year. Like do, I haven't been doing do much with, the, with a lot of the yeah. Oktoberfest, especially Staghorn. No, yeah, it's, because yeah, it's, it's drank pretty, far it's too yeah. much of that. Yeah. Staghorn. Like so, last year uh, oh we did God. like a BNS party and we got two big kegs of Staghorn. <laughs> well, just the one to start with. Well, yeah, we got the one and then uh, we we cr- we tapped it before the show and about a half hour after the show it was empty. So we had so to go get we, another one. Are we talking full keg? Uh, this, that, the, first, the first one was a pony. Okay. And then the second one, yeah, we, we got a half. underestimated. That is for uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So the second one, we got a quarter barrel? Quarter barrel. Yeah, we got a quarter barrel. Yeah, a quarter barrel. And then, uh, yeah, that one, we almost finished that night. <laughs> there, was, there was about three gallons left. Wait, no, we got a, that was a half barrel for that. Last oh, that's right, that was a half barrel, yep. a quarter yep. barrel for the first one. Yep, okay, yeah, so it was a quarter and then a half. So, yeah, we did that completely opposite. It should have been the half and then the quarter. But yeah. Oh, well. Well, we, we so you yeah, live that, and learn. That's going to ruin my palate. on the side of caution, right? Yeah, but, man, that was... Well, we made it through quite a bit the second, like of the second. Yeah, one. no, there's only like three gallons left. But then, then it lasted forever. Yeah, because no one I, wanted I, any. <laughs> nobody wanted I, any more Oktoberfest. This, this year, I'm not pouring Oktoberfest <laughs> at all. Like, every yeah. time I have one, I'm just like, I didn't drink Oktoberfest. I only drank Staghorn last year. That's the only Oktoberfest. That's the only Oktoberfest. <laughs> <laughs> we got it right at the beginning of Oktoberfest season, then we were done with it. <laughs> we were you just had it so all one out. day. Right? <laughs> Where's well, the, where's the staghorn? Who who makes staghorn? Uh, that New is Glarus. New Glarus. Ah, oh, yep. okay. Spotted Cow and Moon Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that Wisconsin only stuff. Yeah, fucking exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling left maybe, out. Maybe you should start a beer company that sells beer any, everywhere except Wisconsin. <laughs> this is what you guys get. It'll fix you. I call it Old Glarus. <laughs> The newer the new glare, <laughs> the better the new glare. You literally have to drive through Wisconsin to get it to the UP. Like, <laughs> it's clearly making a point. 
All right. Um, but yeah, no, I get it like a like just like a lot of like the tradition like uh, caramel and toffee notes yeah. from this, and I don't know, it's pretty good. Carlos, give me a number. Out of uh, 10. I kind of like this one. I'm going to give it a seven and a half. Seven and a half. All right. So we're going from one to ten. Huh? Yep. Um, I don't typically drink a lot of Oktoberfest, but this one is really tasty, and I do. I am familiar with the style, so I can say that this is. I would say a good eight. Yeah. This is a solid one. All right. I'll go for a seven. I'm going to give it a seven and a half. I'll give it an eight. Like it's drinkable. It's very <clears throat> good. Like it's not. It's not too dry. It's not too sweet. It's right in the middle. Um, and it's a really good beer. Yeah, yeah I'd agree. Yeah, I definitely think it's uh, it's worthy of a seven and a half. And now the Department of Offense presents news with, with Casey. Case? That's me. <laughs> Rick, That's I was, my favorite part of every show. Rick, I was worried <laughs> that you're going to say that it was worthy of like a half ga- half barrel. And what, like, so like, like no. that, so we'd have like. No, we've learned our lesson. No, yeah, we we have. We start with the half barrel, and then if we need more, then we go by the smaller one. But funny story about that is uh, my buddy John. Uh, that the keg that we bought was supposed to go to his wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Funny thing happened on the way to the wedding. Oh yeah, because John wasn't actually there. So. Well, yeah, no, no. So yeah, so uh, diff- different John than Divine yeah. John, but they weren't supposed to sell us that keg. Yeah, and then they did, and so then Divine <laughs> John was pissed. Because like he de- he ended up delivering the wrong kegs to the wedding, and then uh, like and I like I heard the wedding story, but I didn't know whose wedding it was. And then it turned to find or come to find out that it was uh, it was Eric friends John who we went to uh, Central Waters with. Yeah, like it was his wedding, and we and we stole his keg. <laughs> I didn't know about that. <laughs> and drank it all. <laughs> wow. Did you, you rub it in his face? Oh, yeah, totally. That's what, what you get for snoring so loud. <laughs> Darn right. You can't talk, man. That was the worst night of sleep I've ever had. These care. These three assholes are sitting there, and like it's like dueling snoring. <laughs> I've learned early on. We'd go camping with friends, and it seems like everybody but me snores. And I've learned early on, I, I literally bring earplugs with me. Everywhere I go. Like... <laughs> Slippers and earplugs. That's okay. a good idea. Dude. That's a, That's a idea. really good idea. I, I see. Earplugs. My idea was just to get at my own hotel room next year. I don't. I don't <laughs> That's snore. Even, That's don't even better. Snore. I don't snore unless I'm drunk. It's just whenever we go anywhere, I'm drunk. So. Seems like you snore all the time, then. Yeah. Yeah. I don't though. One can draw the conclusion then. <laughs> that you're always drunk. I should have brought earplugs when we went camping a couple weeks ago. <laughs> get rid of, get away from the raccoon noises. That and the snoring and the bear. <laughs> the damn bear. Yeah. There was a bear in our campsite. Man, I've never had issues. In all the camping I've done in the mountain, everywhere, I've never had issues with bears. There is fuckery afoot <laughs> on Battle Island. <laughs> That's just yeah. a fact. Well, last year, last year was the first year that we had any trouble with with raccoons, and it was just one, and his name was Charles, and he was a dick. Yeah, and then he brought everybody. <laughs> Like I guess bad. <laughs> he brought, brought he had a family this winter. <laughs> well, even like pushed, everyone. pushed the weight off of the cooler so he could get yeah. in it. Yeah. Wow. Well, and then a bear? Like <laughs> was fuckery is a foot. <laughs> there it is. That's what I'm saying. Like it, things are building up there. <laughs> Something next gonna... year we're probably just going to have it's going to be a sea of bears. <laughs> Like oh. when we go up there, no, no, they won't be allowed to camp. There'll be twice as many raccoons, double the bears, and just a sea of mice. You know that one mice that was your friend? Oh yeah, that we had. The one yeah, mouse. I don't know why you befriended the mouse. Oh, he's cute. <laughs> well, he wasn't. He wasn't doing shit. Like, First, you wanted and, to kill him. No, We're like kill well, that my mouse. my initial reaction was to kill the mouse because generally, like in your house, like a mouse is the one fucking everything up. But then it turned out he wasn't doing shit. He was just chilling, dude. <laughs> Eating a Dorito? Kicking him. He was kind of like us. You're not wiring or nothing. Yeah. So then I was like, you know what? Actually, you're pretty cool. But the the, the Rakins weren't fucking cool. Damn Rakins, man. Not at all. A man uh, accused of shooting an AR-15 into the air near a woman walking a dog allegedly did so because he mistook her for a clown. (laughs) 
Police in uh, Bardstown, Kentucky say Adam Tingle's wife told him she saw a clown outside and he yelled at the person in question. Uh, when the person didn't react, he allegedly fired one shot in the air to scare them off, and his wife called 911. Apparently, the clown was actually a woman walking her dog. Tingle was charged with second-degree wanton uh, endangerment. Uh, of course, this raises the question of why someone's reaction to seeing a clown would be shooting at them. I'd shoot at clowns. <laughs> clowns are creepy. Did you just say wanton? <laughs> you meant wanton. wanton yep, that's yeah. what I meant. <laughs> or sticky pot dumplings. Yeah. I, I'm just hungry, man. I'm real. He had day. cream I'm hungry. cheese and he was in date. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, cops say Tingle told them he was scared because of the recent criminal activity involving clowns. Tingle was referring well, to a, a bizarre series of so-called creepy clown incidents that have been reported throughout the United States over the past few weeks. Beginning with the little boy in Greenville, South Carolina, who told his mother that two clowns were trying to lure him into the woods. Since then, reports of clown incidents from simply uh, spotting creepy-looking clowns. Is there any other kind of clown? No. No. <laughs> the depressing ones? Oh, that's all of them. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, to reports of physical violence have exploded across the U.S. Many of the reports have turned up no physical evidence, and some people have proven to be out, uh, outright hoaxes. Like when an Ohio teenager was late for work and allegedly made up a story about a clown attacking her as an excuse. <laughs> That's great. Like, what is up with the clown craze? Like, uh, dude, like, people are seeing them. There's, there's not really much violence going on. No, they're, they're just, just clowns. standing there. Why are there clowns walking around on the street? Why are there clowns in the woods? Like, that is not their natural habit. They're doing it Stephen so, that, so that people make a big deal out of it. Like, well, people should just chill the fuck out. Okay, wear a clown suit. Go for it. Fuck you. Well, now people are shooting at dog walkers because yeah, they we, look like clowns. Yeah, we need to evaluate what we're doing here. <laughs> Like, you how? own a weapon. You need to. You need to know what you're shooting at first. How does he confuse a dog walker with like a clown? Well, I it mean, depends on what she's wearing. I, I guess. guess maybe she was wearing a coat. I have seen some women. Maybe she has with some makeup on. Yeah, like it's pretty. Pretty. Did, uh, did she have like a big red nose there. too? And what? <laughs> just a sad face. Just a sad clown walking a dog. A single tear. Oh no, like it was just really thick makeup. I don't know why you thought it was. A I have clown. seen some women with some real thick makeup. It's is it a clown? I don't know. I mean what I mean really what defines a clown? One used to go to my church growing up. She was terrifying. <laughs> a clown? No, like a lady who wore make so much makeup and like bright blue eyeshadow like all the way across her face. She was scary as fuck. <laughs> Right. She thought it looked good. Uh, when Nancy and Martise Murphy of Naperville, Illinois, went to the local Burger King this weekend, they asked the manager to make sure their food would be warm. As it turned out, it was the packaging that really got them hot under the collar. The Murphys stopped at Burger King on Sunday for a Whopper, a Whopper Junior fries, onion rings, and three drinks. I don't know why you need three drinks if you only have two sandwiches. <laughs> doesn't make any sense to me. They're thirsty. They're they're hungry. They get thirsty. <clears throat> Um, let's see. Uh, Shortly after they got their order, they made an unwelcome discovery. Someone had scrawled the words fuck you on both of their wrappers. <laughs> Needless to say, the couple had a whopper of a beef with the message. When you <laughs> pay for something, <laughs> you want something good. Uh, Martise told ABC7 Chicago. So to get that, that was uncalled for. Nancy called the restaurant, but the manager denied everything. She said, I told him what happened, and he said, I don't believe you. There's no way that could have happened. The next day, Nancy just spoke to someone higher on the Burger King food chain. Uh, after a brief investigation, the supervisor told her that an employee had admitted to writing the messages. The employee has reportedly been fired. The worker responsible for the obscene rappers reportedly told officials they'd been having a bad day and that they'd taken it out on the customers. The employee may be gone, but the Murphys say that they plan never to eat at Burger King again. Which is probably a good decision. Yeah, generally. Just yeah. in general. Fuck is making gener such a big deal at a Burger King? <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up! You went to Burger King! Yeah, but my Whopper told me Burger to go King fuck myself. Burger King is a fuck you! <laughs> you're eating Burger King! You're, you're saying fuck you to your body! <laughs> Shut the fuck up! But Burger King, man. Chill out! They get those Whoppers and Whoppers Juniors. <laughs> Well, and what did they say? Make sure it's warm? Yep. Stop being a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Burger King. You want warm food? Go to Perkins. Hey, Matt, you want pasta? 
okay, I mean, I guess, okay, but... Pisses me off! I don't like... You're being an asshole. Okay. For no reason. You just need to calm down, man. You're... And also with fucking Burger King, You're right, so shut up. fucking Burger King. What's bad, well, though, was... is that I'm actually kind of hungry now for anything, including Burger King. Yep, me too. <laughs> well, it's it's like uh, when I was working at McDonald's, Those you always get the people who would, who would come in and be like... Uh, can I get fresh fries, please? I'm like, well, I'm just gonna pour whatever fries I have here into the box, right. and these are fresh now, so go for <laughs> like, it. Oh, make sure, make sure it's warm because your restaurant's shitty. Don't eat there. <laughs> Fuck off. Actually, I can't remember the last time I had Burger King food that was actually hot. I mean, well, yeah, no, it's it's a, it's a valid complaint. <laughs> but don't give but them I watch him every time. I well, go. and part of it is is you're gonna get the burger, you're gonna like leave it in the bag and uh, bring it home and then eat it. So it's gonna be cold anyway, right? Because you know, like they didn't unwrap it in the car if they noticed somebody wrote "fuck you" on the hamburgers. Yeah. So this reminds me of y'all have seen uh, Lethal Weapon, right? Yeah. When the one with Joe Pesci, you know, mm-hmm. and they go through the drive-thru, and he goes and he makes sure he, he makes sure they had all the right burgers and fries, and he goes, son of a bitch, they fuck you at the drive-thru, you know, because they didn't give them what they wanted. See, people should check their food. Yeah. yeah. Check and make sure it's hot. Check and make sure you have the Make sure that you have the rings. right thing, for right, sure. Because right. well, people forget all, like, we would just grab a bag and throw it out the window and hope it's right. <laughs> but. I just, I just take my, if I go to a fast food restaurant, like, Taco Bell or Burger King, I grab the food that they give me, and I'm like, "This is a grab this bag." This is what I get now. I, mean, I, <laughs> I accepted that driving up here. I know it's not a it's not a culinary masterpiece. This is this is Burger King. I'm at no five star restaurant. I'm giving you three dollars, and you're giving me eight burgers. I'll take what I get. <laughs> The restaurant chain Chuck E. Cheese advertises itself as a place where a kid can be a kid, but it only works when adults choose to be adults. That wasn't the case at a Chuck E. Cheese in Miami on Saturday when several sets of parents got into a mass brawl complete with screaming, pushing, shoving, and hair pulling, according to witnesses. No, it wasn't over the quality of the pizza. Uh, Crystal Jimenez, a 16-year-old who captured the melee on her phone, said one brawler told her the fighting started because one person was looking at them and instigating a problem. Uh, then they went went up to them and families got involved. Another witness told Fox 13 Miami the fight lasted 10 minutes until the cops came and all the kids were running away. A Chucky Cheese spokesperson issued a statement on Monday saying the battle erupted when an argument between two guests escalated into a physical altercation. The store manager acted quickly and the local police were contacted and and arrived immediately. Miami police said they were unable to comment until the bureau chief turns in a report. Now, where, where was this at? Miami. Maybe I do have family in Miami. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do they serve booze at Chuck E. Cheese's? Uh, no, they don't serve booze, but they allow you to bring your own in. Really? Ooh. Yes. They actually wow. do? Yeah, I learned that on a I podcast. I did not know so that. they allow that, and they have mechanical, like, animatronic oh, bears. Yeah, I, would I be, mean, that's the recipe for disaster, right? <laughs> when you're drunk, you're to dance with the bears? I would, wait until, <laughs> I would wait until the brawl starts, and then I'd start picking a fight with animatronics while everybody's distracted. Oh, jeez. How can they actually legally do that? Well, it's it's more like they won't say anything. Oh, okay. So they, like, you're not supposed to. Right, Okay. So they don't encourage you to. Yeah. Chuck E. Cheese. They just, like, <laughs> just if you do something, they have, like, like a like a no-confrontation policy or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Mm. I could just see, you know, walking in with a paper bag. Daddy, daddy, what's in the bag? Oh, it's daddy's soda. <laughs> it's daddy. medicine. It's daddy's soda. You go play with the animatronic bears. Well, then you get yourself, like, the big gulp cup, and you're just making yourself a massive rum and coat. You're good to go. <laughs> this, this sounds like this sounds like my family. It's really tough. You fucking now. look at me, bitch. I've been drinking PBR all day. I'll fucking fight you over this goddamn ski ball. Well, Rick, maybe uh, maybe your next family reunion should be held at a Chuck E. Cheese. Then we don't have family reunions. Nobody can remember anyone's name. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Except for half of us are named Ricky. <laughs> so you just yell, hey, Rick. Do you guys all have different True. spelling? No, actually, uh, no. Um, Wait, you guys are a reason... bunch of assholes with R-Y-C-K? No, no, the reason that I have spelled it R-Y-C-K is because I have I have 
uh, six living people in my family named Ricky. My dad, my grandpa, I have two cousins named Ricky, and then I have an uncle named Ricky. Jesus. There's too many Ricks. <laughs> and two of the cousins are brothers, and they're both named Ricky. <laughs> this is my brother Ricky and my other brother Ricky. <laughs> what lazy fucking parents. Like well, the thing was, like, they're half-brothers, so they have the same dad, and each mom wanted a Ricky, but... There was already a Ricky, but the other mom was like, you know what? This one's my Ricky. <laughs> they just went with it. My family's from Arkansas, to clarify. <laughs> I was picking up on it. Everything makes just a little bit more sense. So they're, they're, two, they're two brothers named Ricky. So I have the same thing in my family. My family's Italian, right? We're from central New York. Everybody has a Joey. I have my dad's brother joey who has my cousin joey so we call him joey's joey and jimmy's joey and benny's joey and my grandfather's name was joe and my father had a half brother whose name we had a half brother named joe and he had a biological brother joe so he had two joe so this is my brother joe my other brother joe new jersey joe and uh, you know Frank exactly joe. yeah you have you have all these qualifiers before. yeah right <laughs> yeah. that's brenda's ricky yeah 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 so i get it we're connected. We're connected. Well, that, that one's Ricky Arnold's boy. <laughs> oh, 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 that one. Oh, man. And I'm lucky if I can remember more than like 15 names. <laughs> like, is is that like a limit? Every time you learn a new name, <laughs> another gets shuffled yeah, off. If everyone's got the same name, you only have to remember one. Oh, no, no. So, so <laughs> like a nano, iPod Nano. You can only have so many. <laughs> hey, in high school, I got really good at never having to... Use people's names in conversation. Carlos, yeah, Carlos you, you don't got, remember me. You got so good at that in high school. Uh, the girl standing behind me in the procession line said, Who is that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Carlos, Carlos doesn't remember me from high school. No, Still. I don't. <laughs> I don't remember you at all. And I still believe him. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. <laughs> it's telling the truth. <laughs> All right. That is the end of the news for today. So why don't we learn more about this uh, this GoFundMe I thing? All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So y'all know that I have uh, a syndicated comic strip. It's called Best in Show. And as of right now, it gets distributed to colleges and universities to the U across the U.S. here. And I just signed a, a contract with a syndicate in Europe. Oh, so wow. Now wow. It, um, Congratulations. It gets Thank you. It gets distributed to daily newspapers in German-speaking countries because like, I work through Bulls Press and their their distribution area is all German-speaking countries like Czech Republic and Austria and Switzerland. And do, you, do you have to translate it yourself? They do it. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and let me tell you, they sent me um, the promotional material. And they had my shit translated. <laughs> and I'm looking at my comic, and the characters are speaking German, and I'm like, this is blowing my mind, right? Because they could be, t they could be like, placing orders at Burger King. I wouldn't know. <laughs> you know, but I know what they're supposed to be saying, but, you know, it doesn't. And they, they, the, the, the main character, the boy's name is PJ, and, of course, I shorten it to Peach, right? And they can't translate Peach, so they changed his name from Peach to Pete. So, so in Germany, the character's name is Pete, not Peach. But uh, yeah, super cool. So um, great story behind this. I, I've never considered myself a writer. You know, I'm a cartoonist, so I draw funny pictures. But um, last, it was actually a year ago, last fall Comic-Con, um, I had the pleasure of, of, of meeting and hosting Lincoln Purse. He's a fellow who, he draws the syndicated comics through a big Nate. And uh, well, he's been syndicated for 15 years, and um, he um, he he became real successful when I think it's Harper Collins. Anyways, he became really successful when he was able to uh, translate his comic strip into these children's chapter books, and then you know it just took off, and now he's got you know 12 different books. They're all selling millions of copies, and he's he's doing pretty well, but. Um, we hosted him at the the Fall Comic Con last year, and I had at that point I had the 10th anniversary comic of my Best in Show collections, and um, I handed him a copy, and he actually read through it. And at the end of the show, after we went out to dinner, and I brought him back to the hotel, he says, "You know, I, I look, I read your book, and the way 
your 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 comic is set up. It's a narrative because you know in in the comic strip we had the middle aged dude who goes back <laughs> in time to collect his Star Wars toys. He goes through this this midlife crisis where he's like, you know, I just wish it was simple again. I wish I had my toys, and so he ends up getting himself back in time to collect his toys. So it's a, it's, a, it's a narrative, and you have to actually start at the beginning and follow on through to kind of pick up what's going on. But he read it, and he's like, you know what? This The narrative actually lends itself to the children's chapter book format. He goes, this would this would translate well into a chapter book. Have you ever considered it? I'm like, well, no. And since then, you know, he's like, you should really do it. And so since then, I was like, you know what? I pondered it for a while, and I started just kind of writing up a, a manuscript. I'm like, I don't know. I'm just translating, essentially just novelizing the, the comic where the kid goes, the guy goes back in time, mm -hmm. becomes a kid, and just, you know, fleshing it out a little bit and uh, turning it into prose as opposed to three-panel comics. And, um, you know, I'm associated with a lot of different comic websites, platforms, you know, Facebook, blah, blah, blah. And there's one platform uh, called Comics Box, C-O-M-X-B-O-X, and it's a kind of a syndicate. It's a guy who, it's a platform, he hosts a whole bunch of uh, independent comic strip creators. And along with creators, you know, one of the creators, his name is Drew Aquilina, his wife, they, they own a, uh, a publishing business. And they just so happen to make the announcements like, you know, if you guys are working on projects, you know, we'd be more than happy to check it out and blah, blah, blah. And, so I I'm not shy. So immediately I contact him. I was like, "Hey, this is what I have going on. I'm, I'm thinking about this children's <laughs> book, and and they're familiar with my comics because they've been reading them on the platform. And they're like, "Yeah, I think it's a great idea." And and Lisa, she uh, she goes, "You know what? If you if you send me the manuscript, I'd be happy to edit it out for you." And you know, after a few conversations with her, I found out more about the actual um, company. It's uh, it's called. Vignetta, Vignetta Syndicate, and they're like an all, all one-stop shopping for like publishing, printing, um, distributing, or um, they also offer agency services. You know, if you're the right project, they they're they're willing to to be your agent. So I was going back and forth with her for months, and you know, sending her the the, the manuscript. She's editing it, you know, and in the meantime, I'm working on the cover concept because she goes, you know, first thing you need is the cover concept, then you can start promoting it. So. Um, while we're going back and forth, writing the manuscript, coming up with the cover concept, I started coming up with the actual illustrations. I, I, I just approached him like, well, you've been working a lot with me on this. I'm just going to ask you right out, would you be willing to be my agent? She's like, well, absolutely. You know, I think this is a great project and we can shop it around and blah, blah, blah. We can hopefully get you published in one of the big six publishers, you know. And so I've been working with her since then. And it's been, I mean, this... I think I launched it at fall or spring con this year. So in May of this year, I started promoting it. Okay. And, um, and this was just with the cover concept and like two chapters written, you know, and she's like, just promote it, promote it. And, um, cool. you know, connecting with you guys and, and hooking up with podcasts and at comic shows and just promote it, promote it, promote it. And finally, um, we established a timeline where it's like, okay, by the end of September, we want you to have the finished manuscript and the illustrations. By the end of October, we'd like to have it printed or have galley proofs printed so that we can start distributing it to uh, potential publishers and blah 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 mm -hmm. and by Christmas is when I want to release it I want to have it in hand people's hands you know I've already been discussing things with Barnes and Noble and I've already you know talked to everybody who would listen <laughs> about this you know <laughs> so um, right now the manuscript is done I finished all the illustrations I started the GoFundMe because I figured I worked on another project. I don't know if you guys are familiar with uh, the the Adventures of Chipmunk Jones book I did. Mm -hmm. Okay, so my buddy John Costello and I we, we published that children's book, and he used GoFundMe, and it seemed to treat him really well. And so when I started thinking about it, I'm like, man, I started looking into prices, and I'm like, you know what? I've never done crowdfunding before, but I thought, well, he did it. It seemed to be a pretty pretty cool experience, and I've been talking about this for months, <clears> and people seem to be interested, so. I went ahead one night, like 11 o'clock at night. I'm, you know, I can be impulsive, so I'm like, "Fuck it, I'm doing it!" Boom, 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 and I set up to GoFundMe, and um, it's worked out pretty well. I mean, it's, I, I, of course, I set a goal above and way beyond mm -hmm. what I needed, but right now I'm kind of at the point where, well, shit, printing won't be so so bad, yeah. you know, because a lot of people followed through. You know, they said they liked it, and once I started promoting it, they they bought into it, you know, so. Um, so the GoFundMe's going. I think I'm going to run it 
we're already into October, so I think we might have two weeks left or three weeks till the okay. end of till the end of October or so. Because the cool thing about GoFundMe is like you don't have a time limit. You can yeah. just keep, yeah, you, you can, can just, just keep leave it running. It open, yeah. And what they do is they just keep depositing the money into your account. And um, I thought, well, that's great, you know. So um, I'm just going to keep running probably toward you know to the end of October. But um, I'm going through the layout now. Like I've never laid out a prose book. I mean, I've read a bunch of them, you know, for research and mm-hmm. stuff. Like I've read Big Nate books and the Captain Underpants books. And nah, all that. yeah, Captain Underpants. And um, they're, they're funny. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, they are. I enjoy I them, love them thoroughly. I mean, I'm a 45 year old guy. I'm like, this is, this is great, you know. <laughs> so, so it's it's really exciting to to be writing something like that for myself. Because when I talk to people about it, even though it's a children's book, they're like, well, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. So it, it you can read it on a very advanced level and appreciate the content, but you can also look at it and see, well, it's a children's book and read the pic- and look at the pictures and stuff. So um, I'm going through the actual page layouts and it's turning into like a second revision where, um, okay, so now I got to kind of stretch it out, lay out the panel or lay out the, the, the text and add a couple more um, images to kind of flesh it out and make it actually flow a little mm-hmm. better and fill up the pages. So Man, it's, it's time consuming. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that's like, I work at night because I, I take care of my, my little girl during the day and I have the, the night shift, you know. So I'm working till midnight every night. And then I have to squeeze in this stuff after that. So I'm up to like one o'clock in the morning, whatever. And then I have to go to bed because my daughter gets up. And like, I got to sleep. So I'm, I'm in that, that phase now where I'm, I'm kind of revising it again. And still trying to promote it, like I was promoting the hell out of it yesterday at Fall Comic Con and handing out flyers and and hopefully getting people to, to, to come on board. And I've been blasting people with the, the updates. I slowed down on that. Somebody actually called me out on it. He's like, look, <laughs> I was real excited at the beginning, so I updating five. It was like times. an updated day. Right? It's like, it's like <laughs> update. It was like five a day. I get so excited. And then finally somebody contacted me. He's like, look, <laughs> you're excited. I get it. But you know you're you're at the point where you could alienate people. So I'm like, okay, reel it back. That's in. way better though than the people who uh, do an update like once every six months. It's a fine line, man. Yeah. I mean, you you yeah. don't want to. Yeah. You're. I guess you're going to piss people off. I don't know the magic number, but yeah, I no, try it's, to it's do like, like one a yeah. couple days or like I've yeah. I've, it's it's weird how different people handle it. Like I've done a few like kickstarters and stuff that I've been a part of, and like some of them like. They only update when there's like a big news thing. Some of them like they'll they'll update once a week no matter what. Some of them it's like six months between updates. Yeah, and I I, I don't know like I said yeah. I've never done so I don't know the magic number. So I'm like, well I'm just gonna keep. I know you got to keep reminding people mm-hmm. because I need to be reminded. So I know people need to be reminded. So I you know every couple days or whatever when something kind of big happens. Yep. But um. I even made a video. <laughs> I've never made a video before because someone said, you know what, if you have a video on there, that'll help. I'm like, okay, so I made the please buy my book video and I put it on there. And I think I got one out of it. But hey. But yeah, we're in that middle slump kind of, you know, where the, 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 the sales kind of taper off. And now yeah. you're really kind of like hustling to get people to yeah. keep it alive. Well, then it's usually like the uptick right at the end. Too. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm look, hoping for. But I'm trying to keep it alive in the meantime mm-hmm. because I done i want i want I, I want to have i want to do this without having to like pay all out of pocket yeah. so um but the cool thing about it's like you're when you do buy into it you're you're actually pre-ordering a copy mm-hmm. you're not just donating you're going to get a copy and you're going to get a copy no matter what so this is just helping offset the print cost yeah but um right about now i mean the majority of the printing would be covered that's awesome now it would just be the shipping that would be covered and mm-hmm. No matter, I, I looked around. Have you, when you guys did the Kickstarters, did you look and check out all the other different crowdfunding platforms? Um, so we haven't done a Kickstarter ourselves. But I'm I mean, just, the ones yeah. you were a part of. Uh, yeah, so, um, <clears throat> like, yeah, it, it honestly depends on what what you're looking for. Like, GoFundMe's nice because even if, like, you don't reach your goal, you still get all the cash. Yeah. Uh, Kickstarter is different where if you don't reach the goal, you get nothing. Yeah, and that did not appeal to me because yeah. I wanted to cash. Indiegogo allows you to keep the money too yep yeah indiegogo does um i think i've i think i've donated to one on indiegogo but i don't like their site layout i'm not a big fan yeah the gofundme seems a lot more personal Mm -hmm. or like personable or kind of approachable it doesn't seem like give me your money give me your money it's more like hey you know but um um yeah so i'm trying to keep it alive and um i'm gonna wrap it up 
my God, your your beard just threw me right off track. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at that full beard, looking, and I was stroking my own kind of ratty beard, like you just completely derailed my train. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I'm talking about my own stuff too. Right? That's a, damn, that's a manly beard. But no, what, what I was getting at, I remember now is um, these crowdfunding things, man. It's like no matter where you go, they take, they all kind of take the same percentage, and then they take another <clears throat> thirty cents off every sale. Like they're kind of Oh yeah, they're no. Kind of raping you. I mean, they are. I got my first, you know, withdrawal. I'm like, really? <laughs> you took sixty bucks out of that. I mean, really? <laughs> you guys are criminals. You know what? But, but um, I think no. All the people that are on there too. Though. I know, right? I mean, it's just bank. Jesus Christ. Yeah. But um, but yeah, it's going really well. It's really exciting, and um, I'm I'm just trying to think of other opportunities that I can get out in front of people you know it's like mm-hmm. the, the comic con was the big one the, then the comic shows or the or the, the comic signings were really helpful now I'm actually I think I'm just going to go right into schools oh nice because I'm right down the street I mean I've, I'm surrounded by little elementary schools and stuff and I think I'm just going to be ballsy and walk right in and because I'm not satisfied with where I am I'm never satisfied so mm-hmm. I'm always like who can I get in front of now who can I get in front of now but um, I also have to tell myself well if I had the book It'd be a lot easier because people will see it. Yeah, because you have like, the physical yeah. thing. But um, but I'm also I don't like wasting time. It's like okay, I'm there's downtime, but what can I? Do? Yeah. Who yeah. can I talk to to at least generate some interest or talk to or whatever? But um, I'm, I I can't wait for it to be done. I really I mean just the fact that I mean what we're talking about. Well, how have you been? Well, I've bought a house and I have a new kid coming. <laughs> I mean, on top of all that, and I'm talking, you know, having yeah. a crazy. Um, schedule with my clients and, and, and working on this, you know, I'm just tired. I'm just ready for shit to wrap up. I'm <laughs> ready to be done. I'm ready. You know, I'd li- and I was excited yesterday. I'm like, I was telling my wife, you know, this is the last thing going on, and then we're gonna have weekends, and then like, fuck, I'm gonna go to River Falls and do a podcast. Well, it's not done yet. <laughs> I'm still going, but um, I'm just really excited to have it all wound out you know i'm ready to wrap up that project i'm ready to, to yeah. finish my damn bathroom and i'm ready to just have my weekends back so i can actually get on a normal work schedule because work has been crazy I've been putting off clients and you know just it, it's been nuts but i would love to share the, the the website when we have a chance or if i can do yeah that yeah now. you can do that now if you want okay. well, it's very simple you just go to www 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 there's two w's www. there's five it's down right now right. W- how many w's did it's you say right. it's, like, it's, like, it's like looking at your uh, your account number <laughs> on your chat um no it's gofundme.com slash page and spencer yep and we will also be sharing it on our facebook page as well Wonderful. um so you guys can go check it out there mm-hmm. it was so um, easy I, during the interview i did it so hey there you are quick. bam and you can also, to get a, an idea of what the actual story is about, you can go to my comic strip website and read up on the comics, which is bestinshowcomic.com, and that'll give you all the archival um, comics to, to get filled in on what's happening and get real excited about spending some money. It's a real modest price tier, too. I mean, super cheap. You know, 12 bucks, you get your books mailed to you. For 15 you get it signed and mailed to you. For 25 you get the book signed with a, an exclusive poster mailed to you. Super low budget, cheap. Get one while they're hot. Yeah, get you. on there, right? <laughs> get on there right now. Um, so, like the writing thing is definitely very different for you. Like, have you? What do you like better? Like, have you have you found enjoyment in doing like the writing process, or do you like? I just want to get back to my comics. Like, leave me alone. It's you know, it's funny because. You, ever, you just do things sometimes where you don't think about it, you know, and then someone points it out and saying, oh, you've been doing that all along, and you, you, you look at it and you're like, really? <laughs> I've been um, I've been writing my comic, and I've, it started out, you know, it's a very serialized comic, so it's it's very, it's a narrative, so every comic leads to the next to the mm-hmm. next. It's a very story-oriented. It's not a one-off, gagged, gagged yeah. type thing. And um, I've been reading to my daughter, and I've been reading Bone, the comic strip Bone by yep. Jeff Smith to her, and of course, you can't just read the panels. You kind of read and you tell the story. And oh, this is where you know, this is Smiley Bone is climbing up the the, the branch and he waves at. So I, I I realized that I was actually talking in narratives. Anyways, I'm reading the comics. And when I started, um, when I went back to the, the original the comics where the, the kids went back in time, and I looked at it and I just it, it just kind of flowed. 
You know, it's like I've already kind of written it as prose, only it's prose in dialogue balloons, and I just literally translated the dialogue balloons into paragraphs and fleshed it out some, and it was surprisingly easier than I expected because oh, wow. it's like one of those things that you probably do all along but you don't think about it mm -hmm. because I'm not just an artist I do write because yeah. I write a comic strip it's visual and you read it but um, it just started coming out and, and of course it's based on my, my childhood so it's not like I have to think about anything it's like oh well blah 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 and, and I just started typing it out and it, and, it, and it just went on and on and on I'm like wow this is kind of cool <laughs> and the most exciting part is when I sent it to my editor slash um, agent I'm expecting things to get hacked up. Like, this is total crap, striking whole paragraphs, and, and it all just came back, you know, just minor grammar stuff. Like, oh, use a colon here, or maybe change the words here. And it, that was even more encouraging. Like, well, maybe I'm on to something. But um, I do, I'm still trained to write comic strips, mm -hmm. as in, like, panel one, panel two, panel three pictures. But I've also learn that you know I, I can do this this prose thing you know because I just again just translate my comic strips into prose but um it uh I'm gonna have to because I've already made it, <laughs> made arrangements for this to be a series it's not just gonna be a one-off book it's gonna be a series of books okay and it's just gonna be a series of you know that's just I, I would just expand on story arcs you know like he wakes up a zombie one day and then it's gonna be turned into a whole book you know, or he wakes up on the Muppet <laughs> show one day and it's gonna turn into a whole book and that's where it's going to be a challenge because that's where I'm going to actually veer away from the script that I've already written in mm -hmm. the comics. That's where I'm going to have to literally like flesh it out and write, write a story. But um, <clears throat> once I get rolling, it's like I, it, it seems to come pretty easy. Okay. Uh, up until now. Yeah. I mean, again, yeah. I'm not at that point where I have to sit and actually make up stuff that I haven't already yep. made up before. But um, it's all very exciting. And have you oh, shit? Have you guys heard of sp sp Space Kitten or Space? Astrocats, astronaut. I have astro not. Cats. Sounds no. familiar. Well, it's a dude from the cities, who at, at one uh, I think it's Astrocats or Astro Astronaut Cats or something, and um, he was actually he, he's a, he's a creator, a comic creator, and he just had the the fortune of being at, at SPX. You guys are familiar with Small Press Expo mm -hmm. in Bethesda. He was just hanging, like he went to that show and he was just dicking around drawing these cute little bunny or, or kitty cats in, in, in astronaut costumes. And <laughs> he just so happened to have a certain guy who was a, an agent for all the big publishers for like top shelf or whatever, saw his stuff, I want to represent you, blah, blah, blah. So his little cat sketches turned into 180 page graphic novels, you cool. know, because he finally got picked up by a publisher and they're like, all right, we want a set of four books and we don't want a 12 issue comic or 12 page comic. We want a 180 page graphic novel times four. <laughs> I don't know what I'll do if I get that. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh... I don't know when I get, when I get to that point, I don't know. But um, as of right now, it, it seems to come pretty easy, you know. Awesome. And it's usually with a glass of bourbon at about one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Very Hemingway. Yeah. I, I, I can see now. <laughs> <laughs> Get the juices flowing a little uh, yeah, bit. Yeah. It's kind of coming down from the caffeine, you know, because like yeah. I ramp up with coffee all night and then I crash with the booze. Because <laughs> I got to sleep, right? Yeah. I guess. Working night sucks. <laughs> Working at night sucks. Yeah. I wouldn't know, guys. I don't That's know. all I do. <laughs> I sleep at night because I'm a pansy. Especially can't make those, it past uh, midnight. Whenever you, when you come across those days where it's like, you know, I'm not going to sleep during the day. I'm just going to stay up. <laughs> yeah, that. Well, yeah. Carlos, nobody is like you. Nobody, like nobody else, can go forty hours without. Well, sometimes sleep. I do that out of necessity, but not like just. <laughs> ah, I feel like it. Yeah. <laughs> no, sometimes I'll do a clinical overnight and then work the next morning. I just pu I just push like I sleeping stuff like, that. like twelve hours back on like my weekend. That sounds. I'm, I don't. Okay. <laughs> you choose to do that somehow. I I lay on the floor and sleep for like a half hour if I can. <laughs> Did that at work the other day? Right. So do you 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 work in a clinical setting? I well I I do clinicals for school for paramedic school. Oh okay and, okay uh, okay. But then working and doing that, I I, I get. What you're yeah, talking right. about, working nights and then taking little naps. 
here and there <laughs> if you I, can. I wish. I wish. <laughs> I took a nap on the way here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, when we get those uh, self-driving cars, it'll be great. Heck, yeah. Sometimes it's scary because it seems like it self-drove for like the last 12 miles. <laughs> <laughs> I just missed my exit. Damn it. I thought I, I, thought I programmed it to turn off at exit 12. <laughs> All right. Well, um, we're at like an hour and ten, so I don't want to keep you keep you here too long uh, today. So, is there uh, any last things you want to plug, or uh, where else can people find you online besides the uh, GoFundMe.com/slash Peach and Spencer? Uh, you can go to uh, my website, BestInShowComic.com, and there you will find uh, the comic strip. And you also it's my it's my professional hub, so you'll be able to see my my freelance professional work as well. And there's awesome. a blog. It's a it's a one-stop shopping for anything Phil Giuliano. Um, you can find me on Facebook, um, and the Facebook is Best in Show Comic. Facebook dot com slash Best in Show Comic, and then Twitter at Best in Show Comic. Okay, awesome. Everything's Best in Show Comic. Good consistent branding, unlike us. We right. are all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Blind Ninja is taken just everywhere. Yeah, well, there's a, there's a show or there's a movie, Blind Ninja. Oh, is there? Yeah, you didn't yeah. know that. No, man. Rutger yeah. Hauer. Is that Blind Fury? I have, no, I have no idea. Like, there's like a movie, like Blind Ninja movie. Oh, Blind Fury is what comes up when I Google Blind Ninja. Oh, yeah. really? No, Rutger. I've seen Rutger like Hauer, Blind Ninja. Right? Yep. Hey, man, we are the third Google result. Nice. Woo! That's pretty good SEO. That's guys. Because is you Daredevil number is Daredevil number two. What? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Daredevil's a, like you a blind shut ninja. Your horror. No, no. Uh, no, he's not. It is. It is a I mean, YouTube video is, but... about a blind ninja. <laughs> God. Yeah. Damn it, Donnie. <laughs> My friends did not die face down in the muck <laughs> for you to s- stay up for forty-eight hours. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Sorry, I blew up. Everyone <laughs> <laughs> needs to just calm down, take a deep breath. It's gonna. I want be a okay. burrito? Are we gonna get burritos? <laughs> I was just gonna go get some nachos. Well, I'm gonna get a burrito. Okay, man, that's fine. You can get a burrito. But I'm not gonna throw up this time. <laughs> it's probably good. <laughs> I could probably hurt somebody. Burritos can be pretty meaty, or beefy, or full, heavy. They're delicious. They're the wonderfulest thing. Oh, I just want more Mexican food. <laughs> All right. Well, Phil, thanks for uh, thanks for joining yeah. us today. It's always a pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks for having um, me, guys. Yeah. This is great. It, it always seems like it's it's about a year every time. So that's good. We'll There's always it, new stuff to talk right? about. Right? Yeah. Just keep doing awesome stuff. We'll just keep having you back. It'll that's awesome. awesome. I'll do that. <laughs> thanks, guys. Right. Yeah. Uh, and um, just a reminder, guys. You guys can go uh, help Phil get his chapter book out the door with less money out of his pocket by going to gofundme.com slash Spencer, or if you check our Facebook page I already posted the link so you guys can go donate to that now and if you don't you're bad people you just are you're a horrible person if you don't For go real. and donate so. I, I have to agree with that <laughs> alright guys uh, if you'd like to support us head on over to patreon.com slash studios and become a patron today or if you're into doing Amazon shopping go ahead and click on the Amazon link at the bottom of our homepage at blindnewsstudios.com uh, do your Amazon shopping as normal. We get a, get a bit of a kickback from Amazon. Uh, if you have any questions, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and choose an email at feedback at blindnewstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnewstudios. Or you can follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye. <laughs>